everyone. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's Anime Jam Session with your hosts, DJ Ranma S, Kuro Usagi, and Sailor Flair. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been, since we've recorded an episode. We gotta fix yes. that. Mm-hmm. Well, you said there were some server problems or something that you want to get into, maybe? More or less. Well, the first thing was I finally got our last episode up on the feed last week. What had happened was with my job at the time, getting out of work around between five and six or between five and seven, getting home between like six and eight. I was just tired. You know, I just couldn't get everything together to do the podcast. And before, getting out of work earlier in the day gave me a lot of time. But we was working on this project, and and the hours were running late, and so on and so forth. And yes, I did say, had a job. I got laid off earlier this week, so... Goddamn economy. At least you had a job. I'm still, you know, looking for work. I think I'm probably going to be like that soon, but I'm going to try to get unemployment to pay uh my my old school the money i owe them so i can have so i can go back to school and get my degree that's something i really would like to do that could work for you indeed indeed so that's what i've been up to so how about you kuro what you been up to working working hard or hardly working yes in the middle Ah, that sounds about right so i know i know from the last time we got together some stuff had happened like we got to discuss anime next 2011 and Mm -hmm. some other crazy incident that happened at a con earlier this year so i figured we cover that and then just get up on out of here you know and figure next podcast we just break down otakon from top to bottom yeah that'll be fun that's good i like the sound of that so what we'll do now we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll get the ball rolling how does that sound to y'all sounds fine just fine works for me we'll be back
password. Well, Kuro, maybe if you remembered your password, it wouldn't ask you for your password. Screw you! Hey, you know I'm right. I don't care. That's what remembering the password on the website is for. Yeah, but what if it? What if that one time punching your password and you don't tell your browser to save your password? Then what? Don't websites sometimes won't let you do that? Actually, they will give you the option if you don't want to save that password if you're on a public machine. I'm aware of that, but. I'm saying that some sites won't let will, uh, let you even have that option to do it. First, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've had that problem before. Oh, that's not good. Oh, well, actually, to be honest with you, it's because store cards, I don't use it that much because mm -hmm. of their revolving interest. Oh, yeah, adjustable rates. Yes, oh, yeah. That's why. The only time I use my store cards is probably between the summer and winter because of the, the stores. Yes, that's why I eventually got myself an Old Navy card, because when they have their sales, I don't have money. Now that I have the card, I can buy a couple of things and pay it off. Does the PayPal credit card work all right? Yeah. Um, yeah, see, what I had was um, PayPal buy a credit mm -hmm. before I got the debit card. So I don't remember how I got the debit card, to be honest with you, but they ended up giving it to me, so I'm cool with that. See, that's why I'm glad I have bill me later for on my PayPal credit card. Uh... Hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'd rather use it for some things that I want to buy. But do you guys have buy your credit too, or? Mm-hmm. My credit cards are fucked. I don't even have them anymore. Well, it took me like five years to rebuild my credit. I have a credit score of 703! <laughs> so happy. I still have a long way to go, though. It took me like four years, so... Wait. Okay, it took me five. Don't feel bad. Yeah, but I just find it amusing that, um, since we're talking about this, that, um, people on my Twitter list are bitching about Wells Fargo. It seems that they're now charging a $3 service charge for every time you swipe your your debit card. That's only for a handful of states. I know. Most of them are out west. Are. Yeah, but they yeah, are. I know my friends are, that told me that they're out west, so it's gonna take them some. Um, and, you know, they're gonna eventually end up like rolling it out. You know. Yeah. Well, when I cancel my, I close my Wells Fargo account. I will specifically tell them it's because you started charging fees for using my goddamn de debit card. That's interesting. That's why I'm glad I'm with my bank because they. I only my I only get one surcharge. It's like four, three or four dollars a month, and that's it. Ugh. That's cool. You guys have some juicy stories? Yeah, we could talk about anime next. Something we could... Mm -hmm. I don't... Yeah, I didn't go to that one, did I? No. You were tr you were truly missed. Really? Yes, really. I remember the last time I went there, I traumatized people. How did Why? you... Wait, wait, wait. Let's get, the, uh, let's get this on the recording. <laughs> I hit record. What are you talking about? Oh, I, I wasn't usually clueless in about this sort of thing, but oh well. Sorry, continue. Okay, the last time I went to um, Anime Next was, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. And... You know, most of us know some of the um, of the people that work in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point in time after the rave, this little rabbit went into the adult voice acting panel. You know, the hentai dubbing panel. Mm hmm Where you get to fake out stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I got picked. And I think Tom Wayland was hosting that. It generally is. Yeah, he usually hosts that. Um, but um, Toshi Fumiyoshida, who's well known as being um, um, staff in the Viz um, version of Inuyasha, who he's now, currently yeah. He now works for um, Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. 
He works for the Pokemon company. Mm-hmm. I did not know he was there. <laughs> and I think I was a... I, I don't believe I was drinking. I think I was pretty sober. But <laughs> um, apparently, I forgot the name of the series, but it was this one scene where this guy pretty much tortures this girl. And I kind of end the... I end the... I end the skit, not with just vigorous moaning, but talking about it at the end. Ha ha, the joke's on you. I have eight. Wow. Oh my God. So, yeah. So the whole crowd was laughing because the guy, I, I was paired up with another guy and he said something I had to say as far as so. Mm-hmm. That was my response at the end to the skit. And after that, I think he ended up, he ended up passing me by and he's like, that was you? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'll never look at you in the same light again. And I think also um, going to to New York Comic Con, apparently I've been spoken about because Mike Seeker Nicholas also mentioned that to me. Had he heard about me? <laughs> and and I and it was kind of awkward but funny at the same time. I don't know how to feel. How, how should I feel about that? Everybody knows me as the, as the hentai chick, not as only as Firefox because of my Firefox cosplay. And now as of the the hentai dubbing girl. Hooray! Internet stardom. Uh... <laughs> well, you know. Uh... Well, you know what that means. Means nothing. No, that means you gotta go back to anime next next year and outdo what you did two years ago. No. Yeah, stop. Uh, but then, but then, but then, but then, then that would make me a a voiceover whore. I can't do it. Sure you can. I can't. Yes, you. It was can. fun though, joking around and whatnot. I miss doing that. Yeah. That's the last thing I remember being at um Anime Next, but that was two years ago. We gotta get you out of the next one. Yes, we gotta pack her in a box and and, and sneak her into the room. Ah, I'm claustrophobic. Fine, we'll put you in a cage and drag you. Ah. Well, you're claustrophobic, you know, I can stuff you in one of my bigger suitcases and get you all liquored up, so... Yeah. I am not Melfina, okay? We'll have, to, we'll have to do like what they do to Mr. T, you know what I'm saying? I'm not getting on no plane! Here, have some milk. Mmm, milk's good. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh! Has anybody watched the new um, Thundercats series, by oh, the way? it is awesome. I have not got a chance to watch it yet, I'm sad to say. Ooh, on demand. Cartoon Network has a little has a little um, perk for you if you don't, um, if you have cable and you're not able to get it on demand, you can log on to their website. Um, if you have created a username and password with the um, the cable provider that you're in, you know, to access the account, then you can go on to their website, log in, and watch it streaming. Um, but I have Verizon, so I watch it on demand. I am still waiting for to watch episode three because I didn't miss it last week. But thank you for the voice actor for Panthro for wishing me a happy birthday on Monday. That was very sweet. Who is the voice actor for Panthro? Kevin Michael Richardson, mm. also on the Boondocks. He does various characters. Mm. Um, you've not known of Kevin Michael Richardson and his greatness? Nope. I'm so sad. I only know Earl Hyman. Oh, you don't know the um, voice actor for Lionel, though? Do is you? it Johnny Young Bosch? <laughs> no. <laughs> I forget who it was. No, it's not him. I take, uh, try one more time. I don't Fuck, know. I don't know. Oh. Anybody ever watch Boy Meets World? Anybody ever watch oh, Batman? Oh, oh, oh. That's right. It's the same kid that does the, did the voice of Batman from Batman Beyond. Yeah. yeah. Will oh. Friedel. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Right. And as a and as a cosplayer that does the voice of Tigra. Oh, she was actually from, um, Don't Mess With the Zohan. She was no, the... No, not the chick. That's Cheetah. Uh, I said Tigra. Oh, Tigra. Oh, Matthew, uh, Matthew Mercer, I believe. He's known as Lord Masamune or something like yes, that. Yes, he's actually a really big video game actor, too. He does voiceovers for a lot of games. I do. I think he was in, in 13. I don't remember. Well, as long as, he does a, as long as he does a good job as Tiger, I'll be cool. When I feel that he's not, oh, I will, I will, I will shit on him like I got a 
dump like nobody else's business. Have you seen um the voice actor for Mumra? Very good. No, because whoever it is, it sounds pretty almost as close as the original, which I really like. Yeah, he's a he's an actor. Um, I forgot his name though. I wish I remembered his name, but I think. I think you guys might be familiar with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to remember his name. He's a he's he's amazing. His name is let's see, I can find him. His name is How could you not have Marmar? He's like a mad in, mad, mad important character. It's nice to be sad. Oh, you know the best part of um of um of Thundercats best part? Take a wild guess. What um I actually don't know. Snarf does not talk. <laughs> okay. Snarf sounds like a little kitty cat, something like that. Actually she's voiced <laughs> by a Japanese seiyu. Her name is Satomo Kurogi. Hmm. She's also the voice of Menchi from Excel Saga. Wow. So this series i didn't you know i thought it was a coincidence that it kind of looks anime styled but um studio 4c is a big com- contributor to um animating these series so it's kind of you could kind of say it's an anime because mm. they pretty much worked on a lot I mean, what's the name of the production company is doing is doing it studio 4c i tried to find a voice actor for Mamra. it's not on imdb anywhere if- I just saw I, him last week. It might be on Wikipedia, because I know stuff like that happens on Wikipedia, but it doesn't show up on IMDb right away, which is kind yeah. of odd yet interesting. Right, I, I'm looking for it now. <clears throat> I just saw him last week. I was going Thundercat crazy recently. Oh, and, uh, you. Oh, haters. I'm haters not hating on you. Oh, it's Robin no. Atkin Downs' mom, Ra. And, it's, and the original voice of Lionel did um, Lionel's father, Claudia. Father, yep. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Too bad he only worked for one episode. One, well, one and a half or two. You know, in a way, I kind of wanted them not to bring back Panthro. Why is that? Because Panthro was Earl Hyman. That's what it should be. Spoilers. Spoilers. This is not a spoiler. Yes, it is. Are you talking about the voice actor or are you just talking about him in general? Both. Oh, <laughs> slightly spoiler. <laughs> Listen, if you have a problem with me spoiling Thundercats, send it to DJRonmaS at AnimeJamSession.com <laughs> and I'll gladly respond to you in a timely manner. But anywho. In douche time manner. <laughs> mm-hmm. As I was saying, I didn't like... I was... Because we, because the thing is, Earl Hyman passed away, and I felt that that was his character, and I figured if they didn't bring him back, that was a way to show tribute to him. That's what I oh, thought. I see. That's how I looked at it. But uh, it's all good, though. Then people might complain because, oh, they don't have him. What is this? I think people are complaining already, and I feel like if we don't really, I feel like that show was three years, two years long. Mm-hmm. Yes, that show is, is, is our childhood. You're right. I don't know if people say it's ruining our childhood when we already have kind of had that pass by. I think this new series is going to attract a new generation, but keeping the nostalgia of the old one. So I think people should give it a chance. Well, you have to understand, a lot of people don't like when you do remakes and stuff like that. And, I, and I'm like... I, I understand mm-hmm. that, that. Yes, as do I. I just feel, depending on what you do, do and how you and how you pull it off that's my th- i think people just get mad when it actually is good <laughs> see to me this thundercats is not i don't think this is like a reboot i know it's a reboot it's kind of like a prequel 
No, it's like, it's like a retelling. Right, but to me, like, it starts off with, uh, it's been a while since I've sold Dozen Cats, well, and the last episode I saw was Young with Lung, Young Lionel in it, and I was just like, the thing wow. is, if this was a prequel series, Mumra would not have appeared so soon. That is right. Oof, I've been watching it on Boomerang, and then I've been watching the new series on Cartoon Network, so. Thundercats is on Boomerang? Yeah. I'm going to have to set the DVR <laughs> to record that. Yeah, I mean, the DVDs are collectible, but, um, sure. but you can't can watch it on boomerang it's when i get time i'll sit there and I'll watch it but uh isn't it also on netflix yeah i just saw rock i just started watching rocco's modern life on netflix netflix has everything including the <laughs> Including the original Power. Yeah, yeah like... I already put my Netflix account to the sword because, like, I think in a couple couple weeks or a couple months, they're gonna start charging for separately for physical DVDs and streaming. You're gonna get one account for the price of two. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no. But but I think but that's pretty much with their strategy. It it's... strategy is is to get rid of like the DVDs because most mm, people actually no. One of them they do want to phase out DVDs though. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They never said that. Yes, they did. Where? Where? I forgot the website, but I read it like over a month ago. I doubt it, but um, I wouldn't be making this up. I know. I'm just saying, but I highly doubt it because if I would remember something, but you might be right. But as from my, my remembrance, they're not trying to phase out because there's still a lot of people that's not going to go straight. Yeah, you're right. Str- streaming because not everyone not, has that that has right. an internet connection where they can stream like that. But don't you think it's kind of weird that they're charging you for both of them? No. Yeah. No. This is. Yes. No. No. <laughs> it costs more money to rent. How much they do? They decreased it, didn't they? Yes, but you're not understanding the reasoning behind it. A lot of people aren't understanding the reasoning behind it. And when I explain the reason, they think I'm crazy and it's bullshit. Probably. Mm. It's the same reason why Xbox Live went up to 10 bucks. That extra $10 went to improve the quality of service on the network and add more um, servers to, to handle all the users. Because of the popularity of streaming, the studios want more money from Netflix, and they can only give oh so much before they, have to, before they lose their profit. So they can't pass the sa- they can't pass the savings loan. They have to pass the bill. That's what it is. When I find that article, I'll let you know. Okay, that's cool. Ooh, so we're getting all sidetracked. There's so many things going on in the past couple of months that you know we're trying to catch up to mm-hmm. everything. Wow. How long has it been since we taped a podcast or recorded? About <laughs> two and a half months. Give two and a half months. Far too long. Yes. Oh, God. So maybe we should start from... from... Anime next. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, before we continue, I forgot to um, plug our indie podcasting peeps, people that also in, uh, do independent podcasters like us. We kind of have a little bit of solidarity. So check out orangedonradio.com if you like listening to video games and hear some interesting color commentary on it. That's orangedonradio.com. You also have Electric Sisterhood at esh.co or esh.mobi. I don't remember which one. Two awesome sisters out of Boston. They're kind of like us, but a little bit more chaotic, which is pretty cool. And you have Pop Culture Parlay. It's from Marin Marvel and Dark Soccer. They used to do um, that the comic podcast we, were, we used to discuss, I mean, promote, but it's all about pop culture. I just found out about this. They're like 12 episodes in, so I got to start listening to them and check it out. And then you have Horde House with Sky and Exifer. If you play Warcraft a lot and you need to get your fix of podcasts about it, it's Horde House at HordeHouse.com. And Pop Culture Parlay is over at geek-life.com slash parlay. Now that we got the independent plugging out the way, let's discuss anime next. Where to begin? With Friday. 
if, from what we can remember. Hang on, I have to dredge up my report on it because right. yeah, my memory is a little, little uh, loose on it too. Mm-hmm. I'll say this much: I mean, Anime Next has never ceased to disappoint me. It is one of my favorite um, local conventions, even though I have to take the subway to to transit to get there and a shuttle bus or a ride if I have but it's kind of understandable I just wish there was like more like flyers for like food places around you know yeah yeah getting around to find food was a little bothersome I think next year we're gonna have to go food shopping you know so we have something in the house and the hotel that is mm-hmm. so anywho where shall we begin uh, let's see you want to kick things off uh, hang on I gotta remember what I did that weekend all right and- um, oh it was the 10th anniversary of anime next Yes. Uh, did they do anything to celebrate the 10th anniversary? If they did, I don't remember attending it. Same here. Because I would have I would have loved to have gone to that. I'm sure they made a note of it in the opening or the closing ceremonies, but mm-hmm. hell, I didn't even know about it until I looked at the batch and it said 10th anniversary. I'm like, huh, how about that? So, yeah, there you go. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I remember getting up at like, like being out the door at like 8 o'clock that morning to <clears throat> get up to the convention. And yeah, it was a it was a year that, that I've been writing for you guys too for mm-hmm. this website. Something I had, it, that's something I also, you know, barely remembered. I'm like, really? It's been that long? <laughs> other than that, it just felt like a convention. Say what now? Other than that, it just felt like a you know, typical convention. I mean, it w- there wasn't like a big celebra- celebratory air about the place, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh what else you want to hear about? Everything, you know. We're going to we're going to compress your con report into this podcast, like the best of what we did, the best of everything. Uh, let's see. Oh, I remember it was hot as hell that weekend. Yes, yes, it was. Which is why I'm glad we stayed in the double tree where we did not really have to leave. Well, the game room is at a Holiday Inn. Yeah. Like. Across the street, and in a and to put then to put in perspective, you know where the convention was and the hotel and everything. It was in the middle middle of this big office complex, mm-hmm. like almost dead center. And there was like like about a quarter mile of roads to walk down to get to the to the other to the other hotel. Yeah, there was a shuttle service in theory. I don't well, that, remember. Se- that was pretty cool. But the thing is, I didn't even go to the game room. And I didn't even go to the video room. I should have since I I should have gone to the game room since I was running around with Scott Pilgrim that weekend. They had Scott Pilgrim there, I think. Yes, which has become one of my new favorite cosplays. Well, it's so simple to do, too, isn't it? More or less, yeah. It depends on what variant, and you know, which is why I tr- I try to run around with the um with a guitar controller, mm-hmm. as you were. I say in theory because I remember seeing a grand total of about three shuttles the entire weekend. Mm. Also, I didn't go to any of the video rooms either. I'd forgotten about them. Okay. If, if anyone else find it odd that the dealers' room and the artist alley were like literally right next to each other? Not not at all. I mean, um, when it was. When Anime Next was in Secaucus, they were kind of sort of like across from each other by like 30 feet, give or take. Oh, uh, let's see. What else we got? Oh, yes. Your panel with the an- about anime called Political Anime. Anime Incorrect, yeah. I know you want to discuss that a bit, right? Yeah. It didn't go over as well as I thought initially, but I was happy. I was kind of, I was satisfied with how it went. I kind of wanted a little bit more control of the panel, but then again, I probably would have double talked my way through it. Pretty much what Anime Incorrect was, if you ever seen that show Politically Incorrect, we were mm-hmm. trying to do something like that. Talking about different anime topics. We talked about subs and dubs. I believe we covered Moe and that and that Tokyo Youth Ordinance Law. Yeah, that which uh, quote-unquote regulated titles that are quote-unquote bad for youth development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think think if I do the panel again next year, we're going to go with more simpler topics so we can all kind of spaz about it per se. Mm-hmm. But I had fun with that. And I mean, there were other similar um, panels going on, like Great Debate, I believe, which was like a, like a more of a peaceful version of my panel. The reason why I 
wanted 18 plus because I wanted to be able to curse. Oh, yeah. Yes. You did a pretty good job of that. <laughs> I tend to do a pretty good job cursing in general. Um, also, it switched between ungodly heat and rain. T- pouring rain, yeah. Remember, like, when we were coming back from Ruby Tuesday? Oh, yeah, that's right. We we decided to walk over there because got, cause I shouldn't have to go on a friggin' expedition to find a parking space in a hotel parking lot. And we I don't... Decide, that sounds about right. And we said, fuck it, I'm not... I'm not doing that again. We're just going to walk over. And then we looked outside, and then it started raining. But it was, but the rain wasn't too bad. Uh, I guess maybe I uh, I guess I thought it was worse than it really was. Mm, it could be. could have been worse. Let's see, what about other panels that you go to? I, I really didn't do any panels because I tend to focus more on the video recording and taking photos than anything else. If I go to a panel, it's something that I, I wanted to go to, you know? So I don't think I really did any panels. Mm-hmm. Unless you count going to the masquerade. Which was really good. So, about the masquerade? It was fun. Um, the girls from Cupcake Cosplay kicked things off, followed by Mario Bueno singing like a couple of songs, as he always does. And he was, sh- and he actually showed up as a male version of Stocking from Pantheon Stocking. Oh, I remember this. How'd that go over? Dude, he was wearing a black suit with the, with a, with pant with the two tone wig, short cut with a short bob style. I thought that was pretty classy. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I was telling but him. But I wasn't there, but I saw it on YouTube. I told him all you need is to get someone in a red zoot suit and a blonde wig, and you have Panty right there. <laughs> Fun. Oh, there was a massive Pokemon panel on Saturday, which, yeah, I kind of went to. Uh, how did that go? Oh, it was pretty fun. There were a lot of, a lot of DS, uh, Pokemon DS stuff, especially like the games, like the, new, like the black and white, and uh, all sorts of different games and stuff. You know, usual exuberance. Is that desktop owe you money or something? <laughs> Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Um, this just in, and I'm mad slow. I didn't know Kevin Sorbo was coming to New York Comic Con. Is he? Yeah. All right, we'll have to cover that for another for 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 the next podcast. Okay, we can't. Yeah, do we'll get to that later. You yeah. asked me. I almost killed my computer after reading that. All right, that. tell you what, after we talk about this, we'll do the countdown to the Comic Con and see if it's if it's gonna be better than last year's. We can only hope. <laughs> exactly. Woo! And on to more anime next. Yes, yes. I really can't. I'm trying. I mean, some of the skits were kind of all right, but one of the main problems that we're having with convent with masquerades nowadays is that everybody wants to do a dance skit, and it kind of becomes all one and the same. They get old and boring and kind of run together. Yeah. Um. I have to say, Bacchus's cosplay. I forget what they they did. But um, their dance skit was pretty cool. That I liked. I think we need to get them on the show eventually. <laughs> yeah, you have to show me some of their, their material because, you know, I want to be informed when you should you bring guests on, you know? Will do. Yeah, I don't like, I feel like weird and unprofessional, like left in the dark on something. I got you. I got you. Oh, and don't forget, Saturday night, everything ran late because I think somebody pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> what? Yeah. They, I don't this think... is a freaking trend? I don't think so. I mean... They would have evacuated the entire building if that happened. They did evacuate the entire expo center. Oh, I must not have been there. Who are you? It's now 10 o'clock, and I'm like, why is there a long line? And then I see friggin' Greg Ayers there, and I got a picture with him. You can tell he was already wasted, which I like call elegant. Elegantly wasted? Isn't that a contradiction? No, no. He's a social drinker. Yes. Very social. Yes. Or, if you're going to get wasted, you do it in style. You, you expect him to be walking around in a tuxedo with the butterfly collar wide open, the big lapels. I didn't say all that. Well, you did say in style. 
Well, take re- replace all that. Have him wearing his normal street gear. Have him what a nice flask, you know, that says elegantly wasted on it. I I think if I if he's coming back to anime next next year, I'm gonna have to get him a flask. Can you hear that? Yes, I heard that. I heard that. Are you watching? It? Are you watching? <laughs> no. Could have been stuck. He was on the highway, so it's gonna bound to happen. Were you watching the trailer to, to Redline? <laughs> uh, I was living it right outside my door. I believe it. <sighs> also, as an aside, I get weird looks from other Pokemon fans when I tell them I hate the first English song. Well, it's. I mean, what? I I can understand. I have I. I am not trying to contradict you. I mean, I like the original Japanese um, Pokemon, but the American one, it, it, it's something about that song that gets you pumped. Like, you, it's like the song is so top tier. It's the piano and the guitar. That, too, it, it just flashy. gets you going, you know? It's like, this song it's, is epic. It's like, one of the, you know where you have kid shows that just have these catchy songs that you just can't get out of your head? Pokemon was just one of them. And... Despite, you know, not having all the, like, having a lot of the Japanese references taken out and whatnot, you know, they did it to pretty much attract the kid audiences. So maybe us as an older group may not appreciate that type of stuff because, you know. Screw you. I mean, I, I love that. I didn't say all of well, us. I just okay. said some people. Would... I love that song. Well, to be remembered because they... They just, you know, they think going to nostalgia mode, but me, I don't like it because, you know, I, I heard that some of the, uh, you know, Matsumoto, she does all the, well, most of the theme Mika songs. Mika Matsumoto? Yeah. Uh, and, I miss and I, her. I did research on her and figured, what is this Jam Project and she's a part what? of? What? And I, yeah, one of the founding members of Jam Project. <laughs> I heard their music. I'm Kudo, like, Kudo, Kudo, down girl. Down girl. Down girl. I'm looking at that. I, I'm hearing her stuff, especially like the 10th theme, Spurt, it's called. I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, how do you say shut up and take my money in Japanese? <laughs> my, my, my tears. I'm going to cry. Unfortunately, I don't think she made it to Otakon. Jam Project was here two years ago. Yes, and I totally and... missed that concert. <gasps> I'm having a fangasm here. Yes, well, she said she went, on, she went on hiatus to focus yes, on did. solo stuff. Hmm. She did. By the time they were invited, she did not show up. And she was the hint. Um, she was actually supposed to be at Otakon. And it's sad to say. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't heard about them any sooner because I am a really huge fan of them. And I kind of bought one of their albums at Otakon um, recently. Then I w- also went on YouTube and found some stuff from the other, some of the other guys, like uh, Masaki Endo stuff. I'm thinking, yeah, dude. Yeah! Uh, hello, Hiromu Kageyama! Hello! You did a cover of Go-Go Power Rangers, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But, hello! Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop being a fan for... Why did you have to say that? Everybody learn something new, Kuro. Cut him some slack. Come on. Okay. So, we also got to talk to Vic Mignogna on Sunday. The dude is a big Star Trek fan. I, so I heard. Doesn't he go in like trivia, like duels with other fans or at his panels or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Uh... Yeah, because he told us that story about the his own captain's chair. Mm-hmm. You remember? That? Yeah, it's up on the yes on our video. But the long, long and short of it is, paid five hundred dollars to get it, you know, customized. I never saw it or his money again. Mm-hmm. He was pissed. Shit, I'd be, I'd be pissed too. Also, like this is the first time I was, you know, I ever like talked, talked to him for an extended period of time. I think at Zenkai Con, I like 
met him, met him as we were both leaving a convention. Yeah, and don't forget, we also met him at Katsukon. He did do that autograph for my for my friend, um, Christine. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot that, too. Yeah, so that was the first time I've ever met more than, like, a couple minutes. Yeah, and we were supposed to interview him at ZenkaiCon, but our schedules got totally borked, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He seemed really relaxed and chill to me. He didn't... Uh, I'm, yeah, I mean... Granted, there there are people that got so much shit to say about him, but from my understanding, from we, when we did talk to him, he was really cool. But I understand back at that he was a he's like a total diva with the staff, you know. Yeah, but I haven't seen any of him any of that stuff acting towards me or even like. That's because we are his fans. He's not gonna act like that around his around us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. And we also interviewed Trina Nishimura. Oh, how is she nowadays? She's cool. I saw her while I was hanging out outside of Ray Friday, and she actually remembered be- us um, interviewing her at ZenkaiCon. She wanted a card, but I didn't have any, like, cards with my regular name on it, but, um... Chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. Because I would like to have, like, a card. If someone asks, I can give them my card with my name, act inform- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd like to get a... I'd like that. Like, like the card game, you know? <laughs> my card! You get the... <laughs> Get the speed lines in the background, the, the lens flare gleaming off it, you know, overly dramatic shit like that. <laughs> and I just everyone else on that reference, huh? More or less, but I'm not too worried about it. It's all. Now, I can't... Uh, um, now, my only issue with anime next is, is is the distance. That's the only thing. But that's a given. What's, why? What's wrong with it? How far you have to travel to get to the con. I remember when all you had to do was just take the bus from Port Authority and you're there in 20 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. But the distance, but other than, it kind of makes you feel like you're kind of like out of in an out of a way place. But then again, when I start when I first started going to conventions like down south, um, it was like that too. So you had to travel like a half a click to the Mickey D's world to get food, you know. So it I, was like that at this week this weekend too. Yeah, and, uh, I I guess I guess the next year we're gonna have to. We're going to have to like do more delivery.com or bring food and all that craziness. Yeah, because it worked so well this weekend. Kind of, sort of, yeah. I was saying, the, lovely. I was saying that because the, the Chinese place we, we called up, they gave me shrimp egg rolls and nearly fucking killed me. Yeah. Wow. He's, uh, Ari is Alex. allergic to seafood. Very badly. Yes. I like bit into it, like didn't like get too far, just, you know, open up, open up, you know, pour the egg, duck sauce in there. Thought a big chunk of shrimp staring back at me, you know, didn't, but. Didn't bite it, but I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't like shrimp staring back at me. <laughs> There's a problem right there. <laughs> uh, well, I, then. I had, yeah, you know, it was like about a mile or mile or so down the road to get to this little, little like, mini mall where there were a couple of fast food restaurants, like a Taco Bell on a subway. And what I thought was just a run-of-the-mill Japanese restaurant, but it was heavy emphasis on sushi. I'm thinking, uh, I won't be doing this again. Well, next time we do, um... We do Steampunk World's Fair. We'll, we'll order from a different place, which should be pretty. Which should be hopefully back at the original um, hotel. So, or at the very least, find you know, a nice restaurant so we can all sit down and have a nice meal together. I'm all for that. And speaking of Masaki Endo, I came across some of his albums. So, Ari, I'll hook you up with them after the show. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, because this past like when we were driving down to Baltimore, you first time you heard him, you know, sing, covering God knows mm-hmm. and the Power Rangers, right? Yep. Wasn't yeah, well, I wasn't sure. I'm not. Uh, and that's about all like the best things I remember from anime next. Uh, uh, same here. As I said, it's it's like it's one of my favorite local cons, and it's perfect like a three day vacation, you know. Oh, when you think vacation in New Jersey, you usually think the shore, but uh. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's not my definition. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs>
Oh. Uh, that would make a great segue. I'm thinking, speaking of trash washing up on the beach, the cast of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> could you imagine that happening? Like, wow. Imagine if, like, all the all the anime characters, like, everybody who dresses up as anime characters just went Jersey Shore on you at the rave. Oh, God. I would probably have to go back to my room, get my beating stick, and handle my business. <laughs> I'd go back to the room, but I'd just get the butt every bottle of alcohol we had. Hide your kids. Hide your wife, though. Hide your Jack Daniels. Hopefully this will do my pain. Oh, wow. Oh, alcohol. Just so you know, that song is on Rock Band. Really? Intruder, yes. Which one? Hide your wife. Hide your kids. That is so funny. Didn't that guy get arrested for drug bust again? All right, and... There was something else we wanted to talk about? Yes. Another, another convention? Not another convention, but hold on. I'm going to have to pull up the article from our from our awesome website, AnimeJamSession.com. Well, oh, I got to tell to go back another page. Yeah, for some yeah. reason that uh, Akira film article was on a page by itself. I don't know how that happened. It's, it's the length of the page, probably. Oh. But um, also, on the, the site is enabled for ads. So, maybe because the size of the article and the ad, you know. Mm. Now, this was a big thing about a month ago. And I'm bringing it up partially because one of my friends, uh, Starwin, he just discovered um about this. Probably by now, everyone knows about what happened at Katsukon 2010 about the girl, at, the, the 13-year-old girl, and the 34-year-old guy. He was 33 at the time, 30. but it was still inexcusable. It is. I mean, there. look, I, for one, have called call me the pedophile, but I have no problem with age. Hey, you watch your mouth. I ain't say nothing. Yeah, okay. But I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. Now... I guess from watching anime, you would think that there's no problem with age. I personally don't have an issue with age. But if I find out you are underage and we're hanging out, I'm going to keep my distance from you. I, 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 I don't do that. that. That's not... I refuse. Mm-hmm. But... This guy is a dirtbag, and I hope he catches it hard, you know. Granted, there was a lot of discussion about this on various... On, on a couple of the forums and mailing lists someone. Some are saying that, hey... The chick wanted it. Some are saying he seduced her. Fact of the matter is, it happened. And, and the fallout. Katsukon says they're going to start cross-referencing names against um, sex offender sex offense, offender registry databases. Anime USA is going to do the same thing. I personally feel that it's not their business to, even though they're, they are their own private organization. Because there is no national registry. So you mean to tell me you're going to have your volunteer staff cross-referencing names? I, you know, I think I, it's going to be a hard situation for any con. Is this, is this the first? This is the second of its kind news that I've heard about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, the first one was interesting because I remember that um, it was some guy and, oh, gosh, it was such a long time ago. He um, abducted a girl and they were supposed to go to a convention. I remember that. Together that. That, that was an amazement. Right. That's pretty it wasn't. Up. It wasn't directly influenced to the reference to the convention. It's just that she was abducted. Mm-hmm. So, but in all retrospect, with this situation like that coming up, um, people are trying to argue the um, way to try to resolve this type of security when it comes to adults and, and kids. And I think it's going to be a very hard nut to crack. Otakon itself has over 20,000 people attending an event. This situation could have come outside 
like, what if this event was taking place, like, in Central Park mm-hmm. or something like that? How difficult would it be to cross-reference names because they don't do that? The only thing that I know that we do for a fact that a lot of conventions have done is if you register, you have to be in person to pick up your badge. Personally, it's hard when people mail it off. You know, New York Comic Con does that. They mail off badges. They do? Yes, they do. They can mail, well, they mail off VIP. I had a VIP badge. Oh. Um, and it got mailed to me with the credit card and everything. But I'm saying, like, how much can you do? You see the, you, like, most that we do is get an ID, walk up to the front. We have the holographic sticker mm-hmm. to confirm that it's an authentic copy. I don't know um, if all conventions do this, but I definitely <laughs> know there are a lot of conventions that are doing this to spot fake. So... That's enough to try to get people that are not allowed in there out. But with people that are actually attending the con and we have um, what I mean, does anybody know any other conventions that offer like alternatives for children? Not to my knowledge. Um... Besides Otakon, because I know Otakon does it for a fact, but what up becomes like Anime Expo. Not really. Not that I know of. Can't think of anything. Okay. Because I know for a fact, being that, you know, we've been going to Anime Expo, not Anime Expo, but um, Otakon for quite some time. It's It's kind of a given. And they also have, you know, a parent's guide to convention, mm-hmm. Otakon. So I wonder that, um, I'm pretty sure other conventions take suit, but there's only so much that they can do. I mean, yes. this information, like, they, you can't screen everybody that you meet at a convention. Exactly. Exactly. Everything took place after the con weeks later. Also, you got, also, when, when this happened, Otakon sp- straight out said, we're not doing this. We are not your babysitting service. And that's correct. Parents, I mean, parents, you, you have to understand, your kid wants to go to an anime convention. That's cool. But if your kid is 10, 11, 12, go with your child. Do we not... strongly suggest yes. to go with, even if you don't like it, who cares? Go, your child is interesting. Be interested in it. Like, Do not pull up a... to the front, drop your kid off and be like, meet you back in about three or four hours. No, go to the con, you know, maybe your kid, maybe, you know, if you may not like the con, but your kid likes it, to take this chance to bond with your kid, you know? Help cultivate their interest. There you go. And there are some stuff for adults there, too, you know? Not for nothing. Most cons are in hotels. They do have a bar, you know? Yes, they do. Go have yourself a couple of drinks, you know? Relax. Most likely, you know, if you're going to go with your child, you got a room, you know? I have a pickup time because, you know, especially on Sunday, I've seen complaints from cons, you know, about parents not able to get in because, um, because the... The, the security guards of the con will not let them in without a badge, and they're very strict on that. So try to keep tabs somehow, because they're not going to let other people in who claim to be their parents, even if you are your, their parents. It's just not going to work. Exactly. So, so they have a job to do. People can be angry, but they have a job to do, and it's to protect, you know, the people in the convention as well. So I think it's it's it. This is like I said, this is the first of its kind that I know of. The first two stories that I heard about any like incident happening at a convention. When it's bad enough that conventions get a bad reputation in mm-hmm. terms of people meeting each other, you think it's bad if an adult meets a kid. Imagine what these kids are already knowing what to do, being in a hotel room, underage. So I would say communication is very important. And to be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. and. For as long as I've been going to cons, 
you know where most of the problem lies? It's not the older people that go to the cons. It's the younger kids. Yeah. I, I have seen congoers in their mid-20s just going, just looking for action, this and that. They don't give a damn about the con or this. They go to the rave and go do this and go do that. And I'm like, go do you. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with the people that I know or else you will answer to me. Simple as that. You expect me not to sound like this. Yeah. No, I, can, I can imagine how you would sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many... Uh, how many guides do we know? If people, it's interesting. It's interesting how much of a reputation that we have as anime fans itself. And in a way, we're already looked down upon. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of sad when Trekkies look down on us. Oh, hell no. Wow. I don't That's... accept that. <laughs> no well, the really way. hardcore Trekkies, because, you know, there's levels to the, to, you know, nerd hierarchy. Mm-hmm. How do we know this? Um, New York Anime Fest, New York Comic Con. Ah, uh, and you don't even have to be a Trekkie. You knew there was some, a little bit of, you know, tension going on. Yes. Or was it just me? Okay. Everyone got quiet. I was like, am I Mm-mm. wrong? No, you are not wrong at all. No. Okay. But regardless, the whole, the whole thing about having underage, no, um, ch- potential child molesters in, in anime conventions are becoming coming borderline paranoia now so i haven't heard any other news besides that and that actually i don't even know that guy wasn't even wasn't he out of state i believe so the girl had found out that he was a sex offender after like months later but it wasn't she started after she started casually browsing the sex offender registry but it wasn't her her friend yeah it was a friend her friend discovered that he was a sex offender and then um she informed her but i guess i don't understand how they had a couple of meetings before that and it didn't bother her. So her influence by him is 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 enough. I know people are complaining about, oh, she's young, she knows what she's doing. And you think that she would be old enough to know the difference. But when you're with that mentality, being that young of an age and having, you know, she's probably going through puberty. Mm-hmm. Sad enough to say, she's going through puberty. She's gonna have these mixed feelings, and she is being being coaxed by an older person that can influence her, and she does not understand that concept of that type of adult relationship. Exactly, and, and that's the problem with that situation. So, yes, it took way too long for her to figure it out. And why didn't she notice it before? It, it, it's unanswered. It can't answer that, but it really doesn't matter. In the end, it is what it is. But yeah, the main thing is. Conventions need not to go check in sex registry databases. It's not their job, you know. You already have the con. You already got staffers. You already got security. You know, you don't need to do anything else. If you see someone doing something offensive, report well, it. They report it. They do it again. You send them packing on their way, you know. Although if someone gets publicly outed as a, you know, pedophile one of the convenge, ex- one of these cons, expect mob mentality to mm-hmm. rear its ugly head. And also, from from reading various news articles, from reading a paper on a daily basis, there are people who end up on these sex offender lists and they didn't do anything at all, you know? I know that's far and few, but you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So any anything else we have to say on this topic before we um cut out? Disgusting. No. That's all I want to say. Yeah, I'd like to move on to something a little more positive. Go for it. I just meant in general. I didn't have anything. Sorry. <laughs> Well, we can talk about um, New York Comic Con. That was a little bit serious. Let's take a break. Well, uh, when we talk about New York Comic Con for a bit, and then we can just wrap it up. Okay. That works. Now, one coming up or last? No, this year, guess. Oh, okay. Um, yes. 
I'm a little in the darkness. I gotta bring. Uh, yeah, bring up the site. Well, that was the biggest guess because personal reasons. I get notification via email, so. I'm just happy to find out they approved my press pass. We'll have to take care of that. Yeah. I'm said they did. No, because uh, Kuro's didn't. Kuro didn't get approved yet, so I gotta follow up and see. No, stop coming. talking about me on this podcast. All right. Yet <laughs> didn't get approved yet. Exactly. Oh, uh, that was my. Fault, yeah, I mean, I know actually. you guys aren't like my actual family who will mm-hmm. talk about me like I'm not there no. when I'm, you know, at dinner. Okay. I- I'm sorry, I'm bringing personal shit into this. It's I- cool, it's okay. cool. Speaking it, it of happens. New York Comic Con, this is a random side note before we, in- we go to the new guest. Um, um, So I went to go see Final Destination 5 yesterday. Why? Why? Because it was my friend's birthday and they wanted to see that. Oh, okay, that's... How that's sweet. That's forgivable. I know, I watched it in Jamaica. Never again. Never again. That's all that. Um, so the reason I'm saying this, do you know when they um they um did a teaser trailer for the thing last year? No. Were you guys there? No. You guys, is there not a fan of that movie? I'm so sad. I'm so excited because I actually happened to see three trailers. It was that one, another one I didn't care about, and the new Harold and Kumar Christmas movie. Can't wait for oh, Harold God. and Kumar. Can't no, wait. And everybody's excited about that. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Oh, the reason oh. I'm excited about that is because I love horror movies, and um, that movie's coming out next. No one's ever seen The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Not I know we're talking about, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, well, this one is a prequel. Um, everyone keeps thinking that um, it's a remake. Well, technically, not really. It's supposed to relate to um, the first five minutes of the original movie, what had happened prior to that. So I'm excited about it because it's one of my favorite horror movies. And um, with the craziness going about, it's going to be released in October 2011. Mm-hmm. And it's about damn time because we're trying to figure out how long. I thought it was supposed to come out last year. But anyway, they have a lot of guests up for New York Comic Con this year. A lot of comic book guests. All right. Now, this is my main beef with comics. Yes? You're turning it. I understand it's Comic Con, but you're forgetting about New York Anime Fest. Fest. You know, it should be an equal split here, you know, because to be perfectly honest, I really don't give two shits about the comic guests. I truly don't. I do. Who? I'm on the fence. Kevin Sorbo. Okay. That's entertainment guests, not comic guests. Who cares? But he's on the NYCC list. Look, he's yeah, not on but, the he, but he's listed as an entertainment guest. Now, I comic book guests. That's what I meant. What's I wrong with that? I I'm not a comic book fan, you know, and and I just I'm just more annoyed about how it's focusing more on the comic and pop culture, when I feel it should be a little bit of equal share along the line, you know. Yeah, they're the ones who are sticking up, sticking the anime people in the basement. Exactly. Like I'm looking at entertainment guests. Jason Mewes. Yes, I met him before. I want to get his autograph again. <gasps> Kevin Smith, yes, I will get online with my Jay and Silent Bob DVD and get that signed. Matter of fact, I will break out my Dogma DVD and ask him to sign the front of that. I have the animated series. I'll get him to you sign that. You guys are so that funny. T- Felicia <laughs> Day, I could give, I could care less because. Oh, wow, you're mean. You would be too if you were watching The Guild. I'm sorry, The Guild yeah. shark after the first season. Oh yeah, that show's still on. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Oh, hey, Frank Miller's coming too. Okay, all right. He did 300. Didn't he do 300? Yes. And and Sin City. Yes. He's an exception to my rant. He also did the Dark Knight Strikes again. So take take of that what you will. Now for anime and manga guests, uh, Junko Takeuchi. 
Okay, I have a Naruto forehead protector. I want her to sign that. That yeah. I am breaking out. To create a fairy tale, Hiromashima. He's a manga author for Fairy Tale and Rave Master. And everybody better know who Rave Master is, or I'll be highly. Obsessed. I know what Rave Master is. <laughs> Heard of it, never watched it. Never. I watched it. You can rave about it. Of course, I've watched. Oh, Kuro, but... <laughs> Kuro. Huh? Your future husband, Tyle Habicorn, will be there. I know his birthday was the day after mine. <laughs> Excuse me, my cutie honey is ringing. Yo, what? Sorry. Here. My ringtone is the theme to Cutie Honey, the live action movie. Ah, okay. I haven't seen that in the longest. I have to. Um, nice. Now, we got. What's oh, Cult Yard guests? I don't know. I looked at it. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Well, let me, oh, boy. Let me bring up literary guests for a second. Oh, that, now it strike my interest. Uncle just, Yo. Okay. He's cool. He's cool, peoples. Mario. Colin Clickenbeard. Uh, I, I think she, uh, yeah, I, I have to get her autograph too. And Mario Bueno. God, you are, Mario, you are such a whore, okay? Oh my God, we're going to have, we're going to have a mess on our hands. What? Joe Quesada is going to be a, going to be a guest there. Who, what? Joe Quesada. He was there last year, wasn't he not? I don't remember, but uh, he was the one responsible for Spider-Man One More Day. I didn't see that. It was pretty much with a retcon Spider-Man's marriage and, you know, many years of Mar of his continuity just to make Peter Parker a 30-some-year-old like, grown man-child who just still lives with his aunt and wow. some of the very flimsiest pretense That's you can imagine. That's gotta suck. Yeah. Character derailment of the highest order. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, whose phone or whatever was that? Not mine. One guy in here look, kind of looks like Gary Busey. <laughs> Herb Trimpey? Trimpey? I'm not sure how that's pronounced. It might actually be uh, Gary Busey. Oh, come on. I guess uh, this, this site is making my computer go into convulsions. Um, oh, so far there's only one literary guest, G.D. Falk. Oh yeah, I saw that. But uh, yeah, I had fun of it last year mostly. So I'm as did I. I'm looking forward to this one too. And if, if for nothing else, it'd be another reason, like another reason to get up to New York City again. Crow, didn't you say you had a hamster or something? Yeah, she does. Yes. What about my lovely little Kentaro? Is that the random thumping I'm hearing? Did he? My hamster has been trying to escape from my cage for quite some time. I finally figured out a way to outsmart him. Yeah. And, oh, uh, I got him a new wheel, which he can't climb on top of. But if you've seen all the videos that I've posted of him and his shenanigans. Hmm. <laughs> so. Oh, hey, Masato, Masako Rocks is going to be there again. We, I She's think, a favorite. She's a Brooklyn native. Really? Mm -hmm. Yep. I think we've been trying to interview her for like two years. Maybe we'll get it this year. Third time's a charm. Damn right. I remember sitting on... In on one of her panels last year, and she talked about voice acting, the voice recording, you know, differences between Japan and America. Like, she was blown away by things like everyone recording their parts separately in their own little booth, and even having little music stands to put their <clears throat> put their scripts on. I have to look at my article again on it because that's a couple of things. Are... You gotta be kidding. Lou Ferrigno is gonna be there. He's always there. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I, this is only the second one of these I'm going to, so you have to excuse me. My uh, ignorance. <laughs> Although, I would, yeah. like, I would like to meet Kevin Smith. Yes, yes. And I think that's why Mako-chan is probably... She, I think she's going to try to come up for for Comic-Con just to meet him. That would be awesome. Yes, yes, it would. So, shall we take a break and wrap things up? Sure. Works for me.
Go, go, power! 
please tell a friend. They'll in turn tell two more friends, so on and so forth. Because we do this for free. We don't get paid. We're not a corporate podcast. That's why we tell it how it is. So, like it or lump it, you know? So, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. We're adding a lot more content as the days goes on. And if you like what you see, leave us a comment. By all means, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us information at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. That could be in reference to the podcast, the website, anything. And we have um, our own email address. You can catch us at DJ Bronma S, Kuro Usagi, or Ari Rockefeller. Just at AnimeJamSession.com at the end, and we're good to go. And don't forget, you can always find our podcast all over the World Wide Web. So if you're not near, you know, if you're not near your computer to download an episode, you can always go to Podcast.net, Podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast. Just, just search it, it will come up, and you can just download the episode, put it on your flash drive, or if you have, depending on your type of um, MP3 player you have, put it right to your MP3 player and listen. And we're also on iTunes, so we ask that you leave us five-star reviews. If you do, we'll definitely give you props and credit on our show. And don't forget to find us on the Zoom Marketplace. Now, if, you follow, if you're a YouTuber like the rest of us, you can check out our official page at AnimeJamSession.tv. I mean, YouTube.com slash AnimeJamSession.tv. Up there are our interviews and montages from Otakon. The anime next one is not too far behind. But we also have our own personal page that you can find us at youtube.com slash djronmas, tiger chickchini, tiger with a y, or ari22682. And you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime jam session. We'll be posting on here to let you know what cons we're going to, what events are, are heading your way, or anything that's important that we'd like y'all to know. And if you want to follow some of our insanity, follow us at twitter.com slash DJRonMess. For me, for Kuro, it's Kuro Usagi-chan. Um, and for Ari, it's The Ari Man. And for Facebook, check out our official Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash session. And you can check out my fan page at facebook.com slash DJRonMess. And I do believe... Kuro, you changed yours to Chibi, Chibi um, Usagi channel, something like that? Chibi Kuro no, Usagi? No, hmm? no, it's still Chibi Kuro Usagi. Oh. But my Twitter is Kuro Usagi channel. Alright, because I could have sworn it was um, Kuro Usagi channel for Facebook. No, okay. Kuro Usagi channel for Twitter. Yes, for Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash Chibi Kuro Usagi. Now, we haven't broadcasted our Anime Jam session radio in, in a couple of months, but. I am hoping to get that up and running this Saturday if everything falls apart in the plan. And if you're around, check us out on thisgeniusradio.com Saturday starting at 4 p.m. We'll be streaming for eight hours of great music. And we'll be playing our podcast around 7, probably with an encore presentation around 10. So that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> well, we do try. So I guess we'll meet here next week to talk about Otakon. Yes, we will. Sure, why not? Awesome. So. I've been DJ Ron Mess. And I've been Kuro Sagi. Ha 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 ha. I said it first. And I've been Ari Rockefeller, and I probably still will be next week. And in the mortal words of LeVar Burton, see you next time. Uh, I thought it was reading Rainbow. This podcast is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flare. Please note that no fanboys or fangirls were harmed in the making of this episode. This time. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and DisingenuousRadio.com. 